Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's Bush and Richie here at the very start of another podcast for you, but one with a slight difference because we're doing a bit of product placement. <laughs> No, we've been given some lovely stuff, haven't we, by the lovely people at Disney? Uh, yes. The Is it the ninth Star Wars movie? Wow. Listen to that. That is... The... What's his name? He's, he, well, he's, the, he's the circular R2-D2, isn't he? Barry 3PO. <laughs> I don't think he's that. What was his name? What is oh, his name? Um, Bobber Job. No, he's not Bobber Job. Bobber uh, Job. He'll, oh. he'll be on there somewhere. Hold on a minute. What? What is your name? So I don't understand his speak. He's got to be on there somewhere. BB-8. I told you something like that. What did you say? Bob or Josh? <laughs> Look, um, they've got a new Star Wars movie coming out. It's going to be brilliant. The best thing about Star Wars films is the merchandise. And having looked at the stuff here, which Disney have very kindly given us to model, um, isn't it good to see that, like our childhood, the toys are still on point? Absolutely. I've got a, a figurine set here of the uh, the Resistance. I'd have to say, going back to our childhood, I love the fact that now for the ninth Star Wars movie that is coming out, yep. you can still have a C-3PO and an R2-D2. Which is pretty good, isn't it? Mm. Do, do you remember Star Wars figures when you were a kid? Did you have a good haul, good collection of them? I didn't have a good haul because uh, I was very much committed to Lego. You like Lego more than Star Wars? I well, no, no, no. It was a parental thing. I was told you can be into one thing and one thing only. Oh, really? So it was Lego. So that was my that was my collectible of choice. Oh, really? I had loads. I had loads of Star Wars figures. Did you? Millennium Falcon, the lot, and then ended up having to sell it at a car boot sale. That would be worth so much right now. If you go into those little collector shops now and you see like the Chewbacca you used to have stuck down the back of the couch for twenty five quid, it makes your heart bleed. Mm. But at least they've been out of the packet and used. I don't want to go all Toy Story, but I can't stand it when you've got people who keep stuff in its box 30 years on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, agreed. Now, here's a little heads up, though. Here's one more thing that's coming out, and that is Frozen 2. All right? Oh. Bit of a weight on this particular sequel. OK. Um, Salamander. You won't know this as a character right now, because obviously the film's not out yet, but he's going to be massive. He's a car I have dealer. Him in my hands here. Is he a car dealer? What is he? <laughs> Salamander? I don't think this is meant to be a cartoon. Do you know, I, I never watched any of the uh, Frozen movies. Well, there's only been one. Oh, right. Is that what, oh, right. Yeah. Why has there been such a big gap? I don't, I don't. What's been going on? <laughs> I don't know. It was I a successful film, they, right? I think he must have caught the writer by surprise. Yeah, well, unbelievable. He's had quite some writer's block. He's like the fella from um, Game of Thrones. He should get his act together and get writing. Quicker. Very good point, yeah. Frozen 2, yeah. So, Salamander. I'd say, what does he look like to you? A state agent. <laughs> right, here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, meanwhile, it's quite good time in this. Uh, very close to going on my walking holiday in the Peak District. Do you want to come with us? <laughs> At this stage, yes. Get the hell out. Uh, so five of us going, we're going to climb a, a mountain called Kinder Egg, Kinder Scout, something like that. Uh, the main discovery in the, in the run-up to going away, uh, obviously, is getting the kit, but finding and discovering for the first time, we, we had some on the show last night, Kendall Mint Cake. I'd have to say that'd be the main reason I'd come with you. It's a revelation, isn't it? Wasn't it beautiful? He's, he's only there for the cake. I don't know how to explain to everyone else for you about you. But uh, it really is an amazing discovery, and I'm very pleased to say that we have uh, Adrian, one of uh, our friends who's going on the trip with me at the weekend, uh, on the phone, uh, and... And Adrian, welcome to Home Time. 
Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Well, it's good to have you on board. The reason we got you on is that you have discovered and loved Kendall Mint Cake uh, so much that you have started doing what? Well, I've started making it myself, Andy, because I thought, why buy this stuff when you can cook it in your own kitchen? So that's what I've been spending my morning doing. It's okay. currently hardening in the fridge as we speak. Right, so you, you, you love Kendall Mint Cake so much, you're, you're home-brewing it, a bit like Breaking Bad in your kitchen right now. That's right, that's right. And it's surprisingly easy to do, actually. Oh, really? So are you, are you, are you off work today, Adrian? What's the deal? Um, yeah, so I'm working from home today. So oh. just, uh, yeah, Here we what go. Everyone that's working from home does. <laughs> they might not necessarily be making Kendall Mint Cake, but... How do they do it? How do you do it then, right? Because obviously Richie and I are hooked on this stuff. How do you make your own? Three ingredients only. You need milk, you need sugar, and you need... Uh, Peppermint extract, or maybe pe- peppermint essence. I'm not sure what the difference is. But that's <laughs> there the isn't difference. Ingredients. Yeah, okay. Uh, and you put mi- the milk and the sugar in a saucepan and you stir it until it's uh, uh, boiling. And then you wait for it to reduce, to reduce a little bit till it gets all sticky and gooey. Uh, and then you put your peppermint extract in, put it in a cake dish, and put it in the fridge. It sounds pretty healthy. Cake. It does sound healthy. I mean, I, I've seen a few yeah. photos that Adrian's been phoning around. If you follow us on Twitter at Absolute Radio, Adrian's done us a brilliant little demo video. Uh, a little bit like something you might watch on YouTube on bed, in bed or something like that. However, right, I remember watching a programme with um, um, Gordon Ramsay. He went into um, Colombia, into the forest, to try and see how the narcotics trade, yeah. how, how, they, how they make these things. And it's, it, it's very similar to what Adrian's been doing in terms of like big blocks of white substance that you're wrapping in leaves and stuff like that as well. It's very, very dodgy. Hope we don't get pulled over on the trip, Adrian. That's all I'm going to say. Would you like me to do a live taste test? I'm just getting out the fridge. Yeah, go on. Let's just... Let's, let's... Uh, this is the first time. It's very hard to get into. Hang on, let me try and break a piece off. Ooh, hang on. Uh, yep, there we go. Hang on, try it. Hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit too much peppermint. To right, OK, thanks, Adrian. <laughs> you can see the full recipe uh, on our Twitter account right now, at Absolute Radio. podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Do you know what? I salute, I salute Adrian. Just spoken to him, making his own Kendall Mint uh, min Cake. Yeah. I got mocked by you when I when I came in and gave you my own recipe for me making my own sausage and egg McMuffin. So I just would like to refer the double standards that is going on here. Do you know what? I just couldn't understand. I couldn't understand why not just go and get it from the shop. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But now, having heard the, the joy... By the end of the call when he tried it, in Adrian's voice, uh, homebrewing his own Kendall Mint cake, I'm kind of getting into this this whole... It's quite a British thing, isn't it? Making yeah. your own, having a go at it. Yeah, exactly. So look, if you're one of those people that uh, makes your own version of a famous product, and it doesn't have to be money-saving thing, you just think, I fancy trying to make the, exactly. the secret ingredient in KFC, let us know. So, so far, we've got homemade Kendall Mint cake. We've got... I'm going to chuck in my homemade sausage and egg McMuffin. What is it that you do? 8, 12, 15. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Simon and Elstree says I make my own Baileys. 
What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He How says, would you do that? He says tea with about 88 sugars in, let it go cold. Bailey's. <laughs> That's not Bailey's. I'm going to try, though. That it's... sounds like you might do if you're in prison. Yeah. Dave in Southampton says, Hi, Bush and Richie, I make my own prawn crackers. I buy them from a wholesaler, a million, uh, a million for a quid, then a pan of oil and watch in amazement as they mutate. It tastes just like Mrs Wong's in the high street. Wow. And Paul says, I make my own Donna kebabs. I've no idea how he does it. Uh, Maybe he's got the gear. I, I don't know. Does he not give you any further explanation? He gives no details, no. I won't sleep tonight until I know. How does he do that? Oh, we've got Angela on the line. Angela, what do you do? So, I actually learned how to make my own KFC chicken when I was on um, Slimming World. Oh, right. really? Now, before, before we go into this, isn't the, the, the ingredients of KFC a closely guarded secret by the Colonel, right? Yeah, nine spices or something, Something I think. like that. It, it probably is. I'm not quite a nine spices, but it tastes damn good versus the original, so... All right. Well, can you, can you remember off the top of your head what any of the spices might be? We might not have the full nine, right. but wow, well, what, a, well, what, a, what a breaking news <laughs> this would be for the show. <laughs> yes. Well, look, the ones that I use are um, paprika. Yeah. Ground ginger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I use powdered... Um, it's like a, a garlic salt or you can use a garlic powder, either or, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You're listening to Spices Chat here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming, Angela. Uh, Keep them coming. Oregano. Yeah. Uh, and that's a bit of salt and pepper. Yeah. And then uh, the obviously the main one is to use... Um, chicken. <laughs> well, chick- chicken, obviously. Uh, yeah. And then breadcrumbs. Oh, that sounds good. Do you know what? We've been having all sorts of technical problems today on the show already, but if we suddenly go off air, I reckon that's the Colonel taking us down because we're getting close to the recipe. That's what he's doing. He's trying to close our operation down. He's cut you off. Cut you off, yeah. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Phil says he tried his hand at Jaffa Cakes. Safe to say McVitie's aren't worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be able to make something like that, a Jaffa Cake. It'd be good, wouldn't it? Interestingly, we spoke... Um, I can't remember the lady's name now, but we spoke to uh, her earlier about uh, the KFC, the homemade... Angela. Uh, Angela, that was it. Uh, and she was saying she was making uh, a homemade KFC from a Slimming World diet. Uh, Tony messages to say... I need this diet in my life. If I'm allowed KFC and yeah. it's slimming, that's great. That's great, isn't it? It sounded pretty yeah. good from what she was describing. Uh, guys, Tom and I make our own mead, which is an alcoholic drink made from honey, say these two. Uh, it also strips paint, memories, and the clothes from people who drink it. Fun times. Thank you for that. 100% there from Somerset. Scott from Scotland says, I make my own Christmas puddings. I've been doing it for about 15 years, and for the last seven, I make and sell to family and friends, and friends of friends. The last five years, I've averaged about 250 to 300 puddings per year. Wow. I already have orders for 30, and I sell them to help fund my children's international trips for karate competitions. That's incredible. He's like Robin Hood, but of the Christmas pudding world. And I have a final word on KFC from David. Um, he says, it's 11 herbs and spices. Is it? Not the nine that we were speculating. Oh. He says, have a look at KFC on Twitter. They only follow 11 people, which is the Spice Girls and guys called Herb. I like the cut of their jib. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
Now, a little bit of sporting news, but it's not... It is sports, but it's not specifically sports. It's more about a career change, but it's it's quite incredible. Uh, former Chelsea and Arsenal goalkeeper, Petr Cech. OK. Uh, I'm an Arsenal fan myself. Saw him play his last match at the end of last season when he retired from football. He's gone back to Chelsea to uh, be a coach there. Yeah. But he has also taken quite some career change. It has been announced in the last 24 hours that he has started to play ice hockey. What, just like casually as friends in like with his mates no 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 for British ice hockey team the Guildford Phoenix who are in the fourth tier of uh, Britain's ice hockey pyramid scheme wow that is unbelievable and he's making his debut in goal needless to say yeah for the uh, for the uh, for the Guildford Phoenix this weekend at the Guildford Spectrum Leisure Centre against the Swindon Wildcats wow it's <laughs> a glamour fixture isn't that amazing so he said that he's all Always loved ice hockey, but yeah. obviously, whilst he's been a professional footballer, the clubs he's played for not be too keen on him playing ice. They're hockey. not into that, are they? Extracurricular yeah. But now that's over and done with, he can pursue it. So he is playing as a goaltender. I think they're called. They in get ice hockey. battered around that though. So they have to wear like body armor, don't they? I think they're the most armorized goalkeepers in any sport, if that is indeed a word. Weirdly, if he's always been a massive uh, ice hockey fan, and you know, obviously, he's probably down the line had a dream of being the goalie there. I think actually wearing the the head kit in football would probably got off on that a little bit. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Isn't it? I'm halfway there. But what a career change! Yes, from football to ice hockey. Well, I like that because I remember, obviously, before I started out my career in radio, which could come to a close this evening, depending <laughs> on how the technical stuff goes. Um, I was doing, I was working in a uh, factory, doing overnights in a factory, uh, putting cherries into trifle pots. Brilliant. On a conveyor belt. So if you have your, if you if you have like a trifle with cherries in it, they're not just haphazard thrown in there. There's seven or eight, quite you know, there's an actual ruling on how many should be in there, depending on size. Three consecutive summers working as a groundsman for Sussex Cricket Club. Oh wow! To radio presenter of some some repute fairly average standards <laughs> exactly hey, so you actually have a bit more turf uh, knowledge in the bag than you may have let on when you were you're lording it up about the state of your back garden I keep things quiet he keeps things very quiet doesn't he <laughs> if you have had a remarkable career change for whatever reason a little bit like Petr Cech a little bit like Richie over there we want to hear from you tonight the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute radio. Dave in Cumbria says, Guys, I was an Olympic figure skater for Team GB and I'm now a goldsmith. Wow. Now that is a curveball. That's amazing. It, isn't that a curveball? Uh, Jim went from construction site management, he was a site manager himself, to becoming a teaching assistant in a primary school. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I guess it's dealing with scallywags and trying to keep everyone under control. Wonder which of the two is harder. There you go. Best With the best will in the world. Mm. Murray from Dunkeld in Scotland says, Guys, I went from being a grave digger for 25 years to a Land Rover experienced off-road driving instructor. Wow. There's a curveball. Uh, Emma's hanging on to talk to us. What was your change, Emma? I used to sell, you know, all the little free shampoos you find in hotel bedrooms? Yeah. yeah. I used to sell those. And now... I massage horses. <laughs> oh so that's completely different. Wow. wow. So like, uh, who were you selling the little tiny shampoo bottles to then? They like um, like posh hotels in in uh, London. Uh, right, were you going with them like in a suitcase and then or like in yeah, your coat? So or? I, turn, I turn over the hotel reception with my little suitcase and my posh suit yeah. and show them all my different brands of shampoos. And yeah, and then one day I decided I was going to retrain and massage horses. How do you get a horse to lie down on a massage bed? 
very, very difficult. <laughs> Did you put a little towel around the waist or anything yeah. as well? No. Just put your head through that hole. I'm just going to pop no, out for a minute. I'll be back in a second. For them. And do they like they like it then, horses? What do they do? Make them like go to sleep or what? Yeah, they, it literally makes them yeah it makes them fully relaxed. They work a lot on race horses. Yeah. So because obviously they're high performance and they get a lot of muscle injuries. So it's wow. literally just like like athletes or if we get an injury. Yeah. It's exactly the same, but for horses. And you can give them a little bit of leftover massage with the shampoo if need be down the mane. Yeah, Fantastic. Exactly. Give them a little wash up. <laughs> down the mane. Let that be the phrase of the show. <laughs> yeah. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. And now a podcast extra. Okay, yes, I used to work in a coffee shop in a town centre and then I went on to become a funeral director. Wow. wow. And how, how do you become a funeral director? Do you like walk past and think they're looking for people and think, I'll try that? Or how does it happen? Yeah, well, I've always wanted to, since I was 10, ever since I watched the film My Girl, I've always wanted to do it. Have you? <laughs> yes. Wow. So um, I, I tried to do it for work experience and they wouldn't let me do it because I was too young. So mm-hmm. I had to go in a kindergarten thing, which I didn't really enjoy. Um, and then I just put my CV into loads of funeral directors. And then I got an interview for one and I got the job within two weeks. Can I ask you, what is it about the job that you wanted to be involved with so much? What is it that you love about it? I don't have to talk to human beings. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, uh, Everyone and I... agrees with me and they're nice and quiet. And <laughs> Emma, that's, uh, well, I wasn't expecting that, but no. you've got a point though, haven't she, Richie? She has, she has. Did you Did you make a good coffee back in the day? <laughs> yeah, on yeah, a lighter note. Excellent coffee. I was a top barista in my day, yes. Fantastic. awards and everything. Okay, good. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. Emma, lovely to speak to you. Have a brilliant Thursday night. Thank you and you. Bye-bye. Bye. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So the brilliant new series Spy Wars starring Damien Lewis aired its magnificent first episode uh, this week on history, guiding us through some of the most remarkable intelligence and security operations of modern times. And our lovely friends at History have given us £1,000 to help solve a crime that's taken place in our own building. Help us solve it, the money is yours. Ben Burrow was kidnapped again. And one of the presenters is the culprit. History have hired myself and Richie to track down the villain. But we've got to be honest with you, we've kind of hit a block in the case. Uh, It's quite incredible. 4pm, the Absolute Radio studio once again Ben was taken Uh, the perpetrator has left three vital clues and these are what they are see if you can help us work out who it was a bacon breakfast roll hmm the sports pages of the Guardian newspaper interesting and a piece of paper saying Punchline, Richie Firth, always the butt of the joke on it. Very interesting. So we've rounded up the presenters we think it could possibly be. Leona Graham, hmm. mm. Glenn Moore, interesting, mm. and Claire Sturgis. She's too nice, the Sturge. They've given us their alibis. I wouldn't dare try it again. I got burnt last time. Anyway, I was at a local meat raffle, got 12 steaks for £4. Bargain. I mean, it definitely wasn't me. I was I was working on a new stand-up show and, and really getting to grips with the day's news. So I, I was flat out busy. Guys, 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 come on. I didn't do it. I love Ben. Plus, I was at my 10-pin bowling championship. Uh, so luckily, 
Ben has called in to solve the crime of where is Ben? Hello, Ben. Hello, how you doing? Yeah, we're all right. It's been quite a night. It's been quite a night for us, Ben. <laughs> a little bit stressful. Are you? Have you had a good day and everything? Yeah, yeah, it's been a, been a good day. No technical glitches here, so I've been all right. All right, all right, all right. Don't down that on it. Phoning into Globe, Ben. It's not going to help you out. What do you do? What's your job? Uh, I'm in between jobs at the moment, so uh, at the moment I, I'm on drop-off and pick-up duty at nursery. That's so, a very uh, important job, that one, Ben. Do you hang around yeah, and do yeah. chatting? Sometimes I feel bad that I kind of throw our child in there and then run. Do you, like, have a talk with other parents <laughs> and stuff or not? Well, I've only been there for a month or so, so still still trying to break the ice, you know. Still got the excuse, I like that. The, you know, the hello, oh yeah, how's he doing, how are they doing? Okay, yeah, see you later. <laughs> there you go. Well, look, Ben, it's going to help everyone out if you can find our Ben. You reckon you know uh, who has kidnapped him. Who are you, who are you suspecting? I'm convinced it's that shady character, Glenn. He's a shady character indeed. Let's Let's point the finger at him and see if he squeals. Yes, it was me. All right, I'm sick and tired of Ben emailing me his, his jokes and asking me to use them. They're just not funny. <laughs> if anything, they're, they're offensive. I would have gotten away with it as well if it wasn't for you scoundrels. Book him, Dan. Oh. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Ben. You have just won £1,000. It's all thanks to history and their brilliant Excellent new news. docudrama series, Spy Wars. Good lad. Have a brilliant night. Better night than us, Ben. Uh, by the way, Spy Wars, over the next eight weeks, every Monday night, is telling the remarkable true stories behind the most gripping international spy operations from the last four years and that's with history the 24 7 channel where history is alive absolute radio the hometown podcast with bush and richie it's what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Meanwhile, as you all know, one of the central tenets of this Hometime show is that Richie and I have set up a, a uniform tax task force called the British Transport Social Police. And what we do is we patrol the buses and tubes and trains of the United Kingdom, policing not kind of proper crime stuff, nope. but antisocial behaviour, the annoying little things that there appears to be no rule governing. That's why we're so, there. For example, if someone decides they're going to eat some sushi, on the train that's the kind of thing where we would gently come along and say no 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 someone puts their uh, feet up on the seat next to you we would come along and just have a polite little word with them that kind of thing someone decides they're going to watch a YouTube video very loudly we say no someone decides they're going to talk to their nail on speakerphone we just simply taser them but <laughs> Maybe we'll just have a word with them first. We've got a warning system. It's fine. But obviously the food is one of the most important things on this. And we were quite chuffed to see that once again, this here home time show is setting the agenda of the news. We are indeed. As uh, Britain's uh, chief medical and health officer uh, was saying in the news this morning that snacking on public transport should be banned. I, and this we've been calling for this for ages. Because the last thing you want to do when you've got, like on the way home from work, you've had a busy day, sat next to some bloke having a paella on his lap. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Now, I think, actually, that their idea <laughs> may have been linked to tackle, uh, tackle child obesity. Oh, OK. Which, of course, is also a good idea to tackle. OK. But if the knock-on effect is no sushi on public transport, no crisps before 11am... Crisps before 11am? What kind of madman eats crisps before 11am? So, look, on behalf of Richie and I, I know this has been a tumultuous week, what with the strange weather and the technical stuff, do keep sending in your tweets and photos. If you spot any form of ill behaviour, we will send the British Transport Social Police there for you. Don't you worry about it. You can get in touch by tweeting at Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Dave says here, uh, good work winging it today. We're not winging it, all right? Okay, things well, are a little bit different. <laughs> kind of are winging it. I guess so. We're kind of winging it. A bit. He also says, has the Parker protocol been activated yet? Yeah, don't muddy things, right? We're trying to deal all sorts of things. No, it's it's not the big coat today. Look, I've, uh, I'm going on a walking holiday in the Peak District this weekend. <laughs> the last thing is I need another coat thrown into the mix. It's confusing <laughs> enough as it is. Thanks very much. One other thing to chuck in on the British Transport Social Police that we were just talking about. It's our uniform task force here on home time policing uh, public transport to make sure that no one's doing ill behaviour or antisocial stuff. Can we uh, have a whole section on over-the-shoulder reading? Oh, It happens quite a lot. You see quite a lot on trains and tubes where um, people are having a nosy, either A, at your paper, if they're yeah, saying next yeah, to you, yeah, yeah. get your own newspaper, B, at your book, see whether you're reading something a bit fruity, and then C, people reading each other's texts. Yeah. Now, if we're... Here's... here's the... If we bring that in as a rule, mm-hmm. that obviously means that um, you and I have to adhere to it too. That, uh, that, so that's all I would question. That's, that's the, the lifestyle that comes with the badge, isn't it? It's the lifestyle. <laughs> I guess it is. So we'll have to stop looking at other people's <laughs> stuff, is that what we're saying? Yeah. Right, Paul Weller and Liam Gallagher on the way, and I have a little surprise, a little gift from me to you <gasps> regarding your walking holiday next. Ooh. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, I've got a little gift for you ahead of your walking holiday this weekend. Wow, is it like some kind of GPS watch or something <laughs> like that? Do you know what? It's not far... It's not that, oh. but it's not far off. Oh, wow, OK. It's not far off at all. And it could save your life. Well, how bad do you think I am at walking? <laughs> how dangerous do you think this is for me in terms of... So you're of... walking across the Peak District this weekend. It's your first big walking outdoor holiday, isn't it? Yeah, it's the first bit of rambling I've ever done. It's me and four friends. We're going to the Peak District. We're going to climb a mountain called Kinder Scout. There you go. You don't even know the name of where you are. Not 100% sure of the name of the mountain. So it's important that if you got lost, okay. if you got lost, that you would be able to report to your loved ones where you were. What, for your last moments and stuff? <laughs> Just so that they're in the picture, they're in the frame. You need to download an app that I've come across called What Three Words. What three? It sounds like an after-dinner game. <laughs> I promise you it's not. It's a reputable app. What they have done is they have assigned the whole world, this whole globe, this whole planet that we all sit on, right. has been chunked up into three metre squares. Okay. Okay. Which is not a very big surface area, is it, really? No, not at all. I mean, that, that's the average one bed in central London. Isn't it? And, e- <laughs> and each of those three metres squared has been given a unique three word address that will never ever change and never ever be duplicated. Okay. So, for example, if you go on their website, right, filled count soap, right. three words, that is the exact entrance to their London headquarters. Oh, well, and I guess that three-word combo, because there's kind of an infinite number of combinations, yeah. it will never be duplicated. Exactly that. Oh, wow. So That's cool. Exactly. So if you get lost down some pothole in the Peak District, rather than say, <laughs> oh, I went over that style and then turned right, you get up, you fire up your app, and yeah. then you might go... With me icy cold fingers. Wheelbarrow rabbit elbow, and we'd know exactly where you are. It, honestly, it could save my life. It does sound like a drinking game, <laughs> but that sounds fun. Wheelbarrow elbow ru- uh, rabbit does sound like a drinking game but I'll give it a go on, earlier on this afternoon I invited the users of what three words to send in where they were sending the three words and we're going to go through some of the next see if you can guess where they are oh I love it little game on the way 
Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Downloaded that app yet? I'm going to get it on my phone on the train home. This is to save your life. I know, I will get it, I promise you. If something happens to you in the Peak District, this is going to make it easier for us to find you and your rambling friends. Do you know what? I I bought a whistle, like a field whistle, to blow a whistle if I need help. That's great. That's only going to help if there's people nearby to hear it. This is a good point. So maybe this, what's it called again? What Three Words. What Three Words. The app is going to maybe save my bacon. Uh, So it's three words uh, that refer to a three-metre squared place on this planet so for example phil richards has messaged he has the app already junior files tidy he's in nottingham (laughs) he's actually in the burton academy at burton upon trent oh is he now very very indeed. all right let's give you another one go on statue kinks take who's there graham i think graham is in edinburgh Edinburgh, he is not. Oh. Uh, Graham, I'm afraid, is at Fenchurch Street Station. Hey, that's where I get my train home. Leave <laughs> us alone, Graham. All right, I'll give you one more for now. What about Jabs Plant Tigers? <laughs> I think... Who is this person? Uh, Andrew. Andrew. I think Andrew is in... He is in some... I'm not, I know I'm not going to be specific here. He's in Somerset. No, it's Andrew Bush, and he's in the Absolute Radio studio. It's you! It's me! Oh, my God, my own coordinates. Shabs plant tigers. How apt. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. And that's the end of another barnstorming uh, technical issue filled <laughs> podcast from Richie barn and I. Barnstorming. I think the barn's burnt down, mate. It's a bit of an insurance job. Oh. We'll be back. We'll be back. Don't you worry about it. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps.